Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello, my dear ones. Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Joe. What's happening, guys? I am so glad to be here. I've missed you guys. A week seems like a long time. <laughs> Maybe I'll start doing more. Who knows? I do like those little pop-up podcasts that I do, so... We will see what the future holds as far as that, but I am glad to be here. I am a little mellow tonight. You probably already noticed with the tone of my voice, but my energy is low. I've been extremely busy and yeah, so it's just kind of a chill night. Got the candles going, my incense is going, and <laughs> it's, it's a little bit late. So tonight, we're going to talk about karma. And I know most of us know what karma is, but I just wanted to talk about it because there are ways that we can clear our karma. And I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. But before we get into that, I am going to start sharing like a one or two minute read before each podcast before I get into the topic because I feel that there's a specific message that needs to go out and it may or may not resonate with you and if it doesn't just leave it if the message isn't for you and if it does then you'll know in your heart and soul that the message is for you. I either get these messages through spirit on my own intuitively or just in any way, shape, or form, it comes to me, and I know that it's something that needs to be shared. So that's why I want to share this two-minute read with you of a message that may, it's a little bit of encouragement. So let me do that, and then we will get on with tonight's topic. So this message is about spiritual strength, and it's a message that's coming forth to give encouragement and to remind you that you have the inner strength to complete whatever it is you've been working on. The message represents courage, discipline, stability, and persistence. You may be tired and weary from the struggle, but now is not the time to give in. Instead, tap into all your inner reserves for that one final push to achieve your desired outcome. You've been through so much to get to this point, and even though you may have acquired some scars from the battle, you've been wiser and stronger for it. The enlightenment gained will be an invaluable resource. You may also notice that you're experimenting with different things in your life at this time. All of those experiences feed your spirit and offer you knowledge for the future. Okay, so that is tonight's little spiritual message. Alrighty, now karma in Sanskrit means action. And this is a core concept in some of the Eastern religions, including the Hinduism, 
and the Buddhism. And depending on the, the religion, some of the specifics may differ, but karma generally denotes the cycle of cause and effect, right? So every action we take, it will affect us at some time in the future. And this is very important to understand that it's just not about the actions, but also the intention. Intention is so, so powerful, extremely powerful, what we can do behind intention. But when we abuse this power that we have and hold, it can be very dangerous because intention can be used for good or evil, right? Let me give you an example of how sensitive karma can be. If someone commits a good deed for the wrong reasons, for example, a man is making a charitable donation to impress a potential new love. But that action is still immoral and can produce bad karma because it's not coming from the right intent. He's doing it to impress. Other examples is if you're married or you have a partner and you're out and about doing things that you shouldn't be doing, that's going to bring karma. Wish, just even wishing revenge on someone and saying, I hope they get their karma is going to bring karma back onto you because you're wishing something bad to happen to that person. We have to be very careful with the words that come out of our mouth because anything that, that we say, we are affirming. So even if you're saying it about yourself, if you say, I'm sick, you're reaffirming and affirming that you are sick. Instead, we have to tell the mind, I am healthy. I am feeling so much better. Okay, I'm going off track, of course. <laughs> but be careful what you say about another person. Even if you intentionally hurt someone just because they hurt you, because you think it's okay to hurt them because you feel that they hurt you, that's going to bring karma. Just overall, we really need to be careful and be mindful of even our thoughts and what we're thinking even. You know, in life, a lot of crappy, shitty things happen. Are they all tied with karma? Who really knows? You know what I mean? The one thing about karma is that we learn from it eventually some people don't get it and they just continue the karmic wheel, right? But the thing about karma is it can be carried from one life to the next. You know, like I talk about like the lessons and why aren't we getting the lessons and those karmic debts are still going to continue to come to us until we clear them. And depending on what our karmic sum was that will decide like what form we will take in the next life really and the thing about karma it can actually affect our families so if we have done some type of deed 
that involved children possibly, then they can now carry the karma with them in their life. But there's ways that, again, we can clear our own karma. We can clear ancestral karma as well. I'm not going to get into the ancestral karma clearing tonight, but everything that I share basically in this podcast from the beginning, the things that I share with you are ways that you can begin to clear your karma, but I'll go over it all at the end. We have the ability to clear thousands of or hundreds of lifetimes of karma in this one lifetime. It's getting to the state of oneness. Okay, so karma is like a ripple effect and it spreads very far. And karma is, it, it's a great self-reflector and it, it, it um, promotes positive thinking. And there is 12 laws of karma, which I'll share with you. They're, I mean, they kind of, I feel like it's a little bit repetitive in some of their um, messages, but I'll, I'll share them. So the first one is the great law, which is our thoughts and the actions have consequences. So positive and negative, regardless, as you sow, you shall reap. (laughs) The second one is the law of creation. And the law of creation is talking about, it's up to us to participate in the desires that we want out of life. Things are not going to magically land on our lap. You know, there's a lot of people that talk about the, the law of attraction and I'm a big manifester and believer in all that but I don't just imagine things approaching me or coming to me with me putting no action in it that's just not how life doesn't work like that so you have to put in some type of work and action towards anything that you want in life three is the law of humility and that is accepting what is accepting the present and just addressing the negative and taking the action to change what needs to be changed. That's the only way to alter the outcome. Four is the law of growth. Basically, we cannot change other people. This life is about ourselves and that's who we need to concentrate on changing ourselves. The actions that we take will cause results. Five is the law of responsibility. Our environment plays a huge role. Are you liking the reflection of your environment? Who who are you hanging with? What's the environment like? We mirror our surroundings and we have to take responsibility to change that. Six is the law of connection. And this is kind of what I meant the other night, that everything that's taken place in your life is for a reason. It's all connected. And we are where we are because of that connectedness. Seven is the law of focus. And 
we can look at life through a lens of love or we can look at life through the lens of fear. And that's where the world is right now. There's those that are living through love and those that are living through fear. Love and fear cannot coexist. So where is your focus? Is it on love or is it on fear? Eight, the law of giving and hospitality. This to me is super important because we came here with, you know, certain things and it's important to share. Practice what you've been given or practice what you have and practice what you've learned. So use what you've learned and put it into practice. You know, maybe you have great gifts of of writing or music or whatever that is nurturing you're maybe you're an artist and maybe it doesn't have to be anything crazy but just give 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 back and remember the person that you're looking at if you see them from a higher perspective that we are all one and see them as they are too they also have God inside of them I know there's a lot of evil and there's a lot of big bad wolves in the forest I'm not stupid naive but we have to try and see other people through the eyes of the heart not the mind and I like to think that if you love someone so much that eventually they are going to run out of ammunition and they will give up and they'll finally surrender to love. If somebody is so scared and hurt that they finally will accept love. Nine, the law of here and now, basically, This is kind of like the other one, just basically being present. Nothing matters except for this very moment. You're hearing my voice. You're here on this podcast. You're experiencing your environment right now. The past is gone. The future hasn't taken place. So it's only here and now. 10, the law of change. If you didn't get the lesson... Or you're fighting against what the universe is giving to you, what's meant for you. This is going to repeat the cycle until we learn our lessons. You know, I talk about it all. 11, the law of patience and reward. Don't ever give up. That was like tonight's message. Good comes in time for those that do the right thing. 12, The law of significance and inspiration. So the energy and the work that you put in will definitely come back in time. Because good attitudes are rewarded and negative actions are not. So there are the 12 laws of karma. So when we become one at the highest frequency, the highest frequency is love. The lowest is fear. 
There's a whole bunch in between. <laughs> but when we get in that state of oneness, unity, and this is what takes place when we go through maybe a spiritual awakening after the awakening. And you don't have to experience a spiritual awakening through like crazy, horrible events or tower moments happening in your life. Just that happens to some of us <laughs> and to others. It's just, you know, sometimes you look at life and you begin to explore your inner world on your own. And just doing that alone will bring that awakening on going inside. It's the ego that keeps us unconscious. It's the ego that keeps us in fear. It's the ego that keeps us in separation consciousness, not realizing, not being able to perceive that we are one. We are one. You are me and I am you. Separation consciousness is a lower level of awareness. And like I said, you can't perceive the interconnectedness of all of us and even their connection with the divine or God and source. But when, when you have gone through that awakening and you understand, it's like I said, like taking these glasses off that you've been wearing all of your life and you see so much clearing. You can't go back to wearing those glasses ever again because it's so much distortion behind those lenses. So it's like, wow, when you really see things clear, it changes everything. So that ego is really, it makes it hard for anybody to recognize spiritual oneness. I know I keep talking about it, but the ego is a very interesting topic for me. And I really can't wait to talk about that because it really holds so many people back. And they, you know, the ego is about the power, right? And status and all those lower vibrations you know I guess we all just have to learn in our own ways but yeah so I'm getting off course again sorry <laughs> so there's ways that we can clear this karma I told you this podcast wasn't going to be all that exciting I feel so lame right now I feel like I'm so like blah I apologize but how can we clear the karma and the one thing main thing is, like I've said, we talk about it all the time, is going inside and identifying our life, identifying our karma that has happened. If you look at your timeline on your life, what's taken place? You know, can you go back and look at maybe the things that you've put out into the world onto other people or situations? And if you're experiencing obstacles and opportunities and doors being closed in your face, why that would be. And the thing about introspection is, yeah, we can go inside. We can see these things, but we got to be really honest. 
really honest with ourselves. And sometimes some people, you know, aren't capable of doing that because it's hard to face sometimes. But in order to clear karma, this is what has to take place. Looking at your exterior world, are you connected with toxicity in any way, shape, or form? People, places, things. Is that keeping you, you know, is that creating karma? Are you in toxic relationships? Do you have toxic friends? That sort of thing. It's important to also have boundaries. Sometimes they have to be stronger than others, but it's important that we do have boundaries. It's showing that we have self-respect and self-love for ourselves, and we just want to keep any kind of low vibration out of our energetic field, basically, when you're wanting to clear karma. You know, learn from our mistakes. Look back and see. It's not about feeling bad. You know, this isn't an exercise to go back to, you know, making yourself feel bad about what you've done. It's about saying, okay, I accept what I did. Now I'm going to take responsibility for it. Right? So seeing your weaknesses. And a lot of times even our weaknesses are our secret strength. But it's not about being a victim and looking at life and saying, well, I went through this and it's because of that person. No, no, clear that all the way. We have to think from a higher frequency, from a higher perspective, from the eyes of God. That's basically the whole thing of this whole thing. How does God see you? You know, has he forgiven, and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little like, if it's too like religious or whatnot for you, but you know, I truly believe God is in each and every one of us and each and every living thing on this earth. If you've hurt someone, anything, anything that, any type of wrong, it's important to make it right. And even if you don't do it directly face to face with the person Write it out on a letter. If you can't face them, just because doing that one thing will clear your karma and taking that responsibility. Find the courage to defy the downfalls. Nourish your, your, your mind and your soul. Eat healthy and whole foods from the earth exercise, sleep. I always talk about how our bodies are our temples. We are given this life and so many take advantage of it. And the thing about this life is it's preparing us. All the things that we're learning, all the people that we're meeting, whether it's just a hello or a passerby, I truly believe they're people that we've known in the past. Even I feel like sometimes, and I know I mentioned this before, even some of you listening out there, wherever you are in the country, like we could have known each other in a past life. That's how the world works sometimes. It reconnects you with souls 
that you've known in past lives. And some are very, very, very strong and powerful. It's just about acting in ways that you want to be treated. So be nice. Be honest, even if it's painful. Even if it's painful for the other person, be honest. Be kind. Be giving. Your candle was not just magically lit. Your candle was lit from another source, whatever that is for you. Forgive people and let go of the resentment. Holding on to this creates karma for us. It keeps us in cycles of patterns. The sooner that we can identify the sources of our own unsettled karma and take the action to resolve this, that's when we experience liberation. Oh, and another thing that I wanted to mention is, as well is um, having sexual encounters with other people, you can pick up another person's karma. Our energy fields are what holds the karma. And people aren't aware of how powerful our energy fields are. And when they're, you know, when you're with someone you can, you're intertwining your energies. They can take your karma, you can take their karma, you don't know what you're picking up. You don't know what you're picking up in karma, you don't know what you're picking up in other ways either. <laughs> no, but if, the, if I'm just saying for real, if you're intimate with a lot of people, or like just different people that you know, you don't really know, I would start being conscious of that. Because you really don't know what you're taking on. I am very, very, very careful about even just allowing friends into my life, let alone any type of, you know, I just I'm very, very cautious about and I'm not over paranoid at all. I can read people so I know like when it's safe and when it's not. So I just wanted to also share that with you too. But do good in the world, right? We're here to to do good. And don't give or don't be doing don't do it to get something back. Because that alone, that thought alone is is negative. Do it because we were given this life. We were given this life. That is the greatest gift. Now, what can we give back? I'm here doing my best to give back to you guys. My energy is here with you guys. Whatever I share, it's affecting a couple of people out there, maybe more. I don't know, but I do know that this podcast in the past week, my exposure tripled. So I know something is taking place. I don't know what, but I know why. And I believe that it is karma 
because I'm putting out positive energy from a good place, from my intentions. This isn't to get anything back. You know, sometimes I'll talk about my business, but it's not for any other reason. I just want to let people know that I'm here for them. I don't push my business on anybody. I don't need to. That's not why I do this. Like I said, it's impact over income for me. I do this from my heart. This doesn't seem like work to me. This is like my joy from my heart doing this stuff. I want people to feel great again, great in their heart that life can freaking smash our face into the mud, but there's still greatness inside of you. So sometimes we have a hard time getting that mud out of our eyes, regardless of what happened. And I know some really horrible, horrible, horrible things happen to people out there. And I'm sorry about that. And it doesn't seem fair or at all just when you hear terrible stories, deep drama. But it's important that we clear that with working, you know, with a professional. So, guys, I think I have to go to bed now. I'm so damn tired. Um, But I appreciate those that stuck around and listened to this. I'm sorry, again, that I'm not myself. But hopefully I will be back soon for you guys in a much more energetic, happy place. Okay, guys, thank you so much again. And I send out so much love and light to each and every one of you. Take care, guys.